Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Saturday, July 29, 2023, and this is day 1956 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we honor you and glorify you and praise you above anyone else and everything else. Thank you, Lord, for being so merciful to us and keeping your hedge of protection all around us, protecting us from harm that we don't even know is there. Thank you, Lord, for uh, equipping us with everything we need to fulfill the purpose you've given us for today. I thank you, Father, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, Father, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everyone. Thank you again for tuning in. Today's message is rejection comes with the territory or with the job. All right. You know, I the Lord has been putting this on my heart quite a bit, and uh, I'm just going to share it with you as he gives it to me, because apparently uh, this is what's happening in a lot of our lives. And in these last days, this is one of the pieces of arsenal that our enemy is Satan is using instead of throwing fiery darts at us. It's as though they are fiery bombs that are so heavy. and uh, But God has given us what we need to combat it through the word of God, through our spiritual uh, warfare clothing. So let's dive in. We're coming out of Luke chapter 4, verses 14 through 30. Luke 4, 14 through 30. And this was just after Jesus was tempted in the wilderness for 40 days with no food. And he overcame the tactics of Satan and he moved on. And this is where he goes. It says, Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the spirit and news about him spread through the whole countryside. He was teaching in their synagogues and everyone praised him. He went to Nazareth where he had been brought up. And on the Sabbath day, he went into the synagogue, as was his custom. He stood up to read, and the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was handed to him. Unrolling it, he found the place where it is written, The Spirit of the Lord is on me, because he has anointed me to proclaim the good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight to the blind, to set the oppressed free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Then he rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the attendant and sat down. The eyes of everyone in the synagogue were fastened on him. He began by saying to them, Today, This scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. In other words, he's saying, I'm the man. (laughs) I am the one. I'm the Messiah 
who has come to fulfill what I just read to you out of Isaiah. Praise the Lord. And and you know, you would think people would be, yes, yes, we've been waiting on you all this time. Verse 22 says, all spoke well of him and were amazed at the gracious words that came from his lips. Isn't this Joseph's son, they asked. (laughs) Jesus said to them, surely you will quote this proverb to me. Physician, heal yourself and you will tell me. Do here in your hometown what we have heard that you did in Capernaum. Truly I tell you, he continued, no prophet is accepted in his hometown. I assure you that there were many widows in Israel in Elijah's time when the sky was shut for three and a half years and there was a severe famine throughout the land. Yet Elijah was not sent to any of them, but to a widow in Zarephath in the region of Sidon. And there were many in Israel with leprosy in the time of Elisha, the prophet, yet not one of them was cleansed, only Naaman the Syrian. All the people in the synagogue were furious when they heard this. They got up, drove him out of the town, and took him to the brow of the hill on which the town was built in order to throw him off the cliff. But he walked right through the crowd and went on his way. I mean, these people went from, oh, this gentleman is speaking the word and blah, 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 then to all of a sudden trying to kill him because of what he told them. A prophet is not accepted in his own hometown. And he gave examples with um, Elijah and Elisha and sharing how they healed people other than their own. They healed Gentiles other than Jews because they weren't accepted by their family, their own people. Interesting how they received him when he told them the truth, what they were really thinking. (laughs) Point number one, have you ever felt rejected, excluded, or left out? I have on many occasions. And in these last days, the heat has been turned up on rejection. When I first got saved, some of my friends and relatives stopped inviting me to functions mostly because we all used to get high together, drunk, and party hardy together. Once I came to know Jesus, those things changed. I believe people may have felt uncomfortable with me there, since I no longer indulged in my old sinful lifestyle, as they were continuing to do. So the feeling was mutual. It was time for me to move on as well. We should not get mad at the people, but we should pray for them to receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Actually, God allows rejection to take place in our lives so that we will trust in him rather than in people or the things of this world. So we should thank God for loving us enough to shut certain doors in in our lives that mean us no good. It was meant for Jesus to move on from there to go on to where God would send him next. 
and to the people that were waiting to receive him. Point number two, as we grow in Christ, we will become more, we will become even more bold through the power of the Holy Spirit. It won't matter any longer what people say or think about us. Look at what Jesus did. He didn't argue with them. He didn't try to convince them. Look, look, please accept me. Come on now. I didn't do anything to you. I've been only kind to you. He just walked on as they tried to throw him off the mountain. He he walked on. He didn't say, y'all are wrong. You're going to get in trouble. You're going to, this is going to happen. You'll... I'll get you. <laughs> you know how we feel sometimes. I'll get you back. No, none of that. He knew his father would take care of it. And the same with us. God the Father will take care of those who treat us badly. We don't have to worry about it. In order to grow in Christ, we need to do as Jesus did. Go to church. He went to the synagogue to learn and to teach God's word. That is what's missing in so many of our lives these days. There are so few people, especially after COVID, people just stopped going because it wasn't safe, right? Now, people don't go because they've gotten used to it. Or maybe they've gotten hurt. Maybe they were rejected. But that doesn't mean you stop. You notice Jesus didn't stop doing the work that God had given him to do because he was rejected by some. We too should do the same. When we do, when we do, we won't think it's strange when we are rejected by others. And we won't let rejection keep us from fulfilling our purpose. So we must stay on, on track with the Holy Spirit. The, the Bible tells us, keep in step with the Holy Spirit. And, and in one part, I don't, I can't remember if it was Paul or if the Lord, if it was Jesus said, who, who stepped in on you and got you out of step with the Holy Spirit? You know, it could be a tool of the enemy. Whatever it is, it's always Satan that stepped in. You know, okay, it could even be ourselves <laughs> that, you know, that's keeping us from prospering. So we can't always give the credit to Satan. Sometimes it's us because, you know, we can get into you know, this, this state of mind that, well, what's the use? You know, people are treating me bad. Why should I go continue to live for the Lord? Because it's not getting any better. Well, it is going to get bad at times. It will get rough. But you know what? It's part of our growth uh, period. It's part of the process. And God is with us all the way through. Look at what Jesus just went through before he got rejected. He went through 40, year, 40 days of no food and being tempted by Satan. The Holy Spirit led him there. <laughs> the Holy Spirit will lead us also into situations that don't necessarily feel good. So we need to continue doing what God has called us to do. I'll never forget, and I've shared this story with y'all, I know, several times, but oh, it's time to share it again <laughs> about a job I had in my early 20s. And I really, you know, was learning a lot. And uh, there was one lady that was the receptionist. And uh, to be the receptionist, she was pretty cranky. Now, she was good with the customers, uh, but not with us, The what I call the in-house customers, all of us that work with her. (laughs) 
uh, and she just didn't come across friendly. She was rather harsh. Uh, I remember hearing her talking to somebody really rudely, and I don't know what they had said to her, though. So, uh, But yeah, she would cuss and all that, and she was at work, and, and I just avoided her like the plague. I'm like, okay, I'll just stay to myself, you know, go in the break room, have something to eat, read my Bible. And at that time, you know, uh, I was newly saved and pretty much newly saved and very excited, still excited about the Lord. Uh, but you know how it is when you first get saved. But anyway, so I, I went to like a convenience store uh, and to pick up something. And there was just this little wooden flower, just small. And it was really cute. And the Lord said, get that, get that for the young lady. And I thought, oh, Lord, she's so mean. I don't know. Oh, man. And I obeyed. The Lord said, get it. I got it. And as soon as I got to work, I hurried up and set it on her desk. <laughs> and then I moved away. <laughs> and and she came to me and she said, did you give me that? I, I said, yes. She said, that was one of the nicest things anybody's ever done. Something like that. And from that point on, it opened the door to conversation. She and I started talking and eating lunch together in the break room. And I started talking to her about Jesus. And she accepted Jesus as her Savior. Glory to God. And then, um, you know, back in those days, y'all, we did not have caller ID or two-way or three-way. <laughs> we had a landline. We didn't have cell phone yet. Uh, I had a landline, so you got to remember, how many years ago was that? Oh my gosh, 44, like about 42 or so years ago. I was in my early 20s. So anyway, she calls me and I'll never forget, we had a water bed. That's how long ago it was. <laughs> we were sleeping in our water bed and the phone rings at like midnight or one in the morning. It was really late. And I remember having to reach over my husband in this you know, while the waves were moving in the waterbed. And uh, and it was her. And she said, hey, my husband uh, has some questions about the Lord. And would you mind talking to him? I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. And he gets on the phone and, and we're talking. And the next thing I know, I don't know if it was over the phone, but he ended up getting saved too. And oh, man, you know, that job ended up, you know, fading out for me. I moved on somewhere else and I, I, we lost touch with each other, she and I. And several years later, while being in an entrepreneur program at the Kaufman Foundation, as a matter of fact, uh, there was a, a lady there who, you know, she, she was starting her business and somehow we got into the conversation about knowing this lady and come to find out that lady that I worked with was her daughter-in-law. And uh, I said, oh, my goodness, yes, I know her well. How is she doing? Because she told her daughter um, that about different people in the class. And, and her daughter-in-law said, oh, I know Jackie. And, uh, you know, she told me that she and her husband, um, were, which was the lady's son, they were moving to California. They were in ministry. Listen, y'all, they were in ministry together. I think they were pastors. I can't remember exactly. And they were moving to California to to do uh, to either start a church or take over a church or something like that. But whatever it was, they were doing the will of God. And I 
was just in awe to see what God had done from just a little wooden flower and from just doing what God said to do, being obedient to him, even if it seemed like I would be rejected, right? (laughs) Sometimes God will put us in a place where it may start off like that and then ends up into something great. Or it may be that rejection will lead you somewhere else that God has planned for you. So don't get discouraged. Continue to stick it out and do what God is saying and go where God would have you to go. Now, if you don't know Jesus, that would be the first step. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Glory be to God. I love you all so very much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E, Be Like Boy, U-Y-C-K-S, Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And don't forget to check us out on TZoneKC.org to learn more about what we're doing in the community, teaching our youth life skills, workforce skills, entrepreneurship, peer mediation, human and sex trafficking awareness, and DIY projects. We are so grateful to each and every one of you. Thank you for not rejecting us. Thank you for embracing what we're doing and supporting us through your finances. We certainly appreciate it. And it's not in vain. I promise you that. (laughs) All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day. Fulfilling the purpose that God has given you. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.